0: Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engage podcast. Hosted by Bunny Pounds, this podcast is created as part of our ministry to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation and elected officials regularly, to vote in every election to impact our culture, and to help us engage our hearts in some form of civic education and involvement for the well-being of our nation. Please share this podcast and our ministry, with your family and friends by asking them to take our pledge to pray vote and engage they can take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org we can all change america one heart at a time we are here to serve you and empower you to be a leader in your community Each week, we upload the audio recording of our weekly Psalms Bible study. This week, we covered Psalm 73. To sign up for our Bible study and join us live, visit our website at christiansengage.org and click on the Bible study tab.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Marty Reed from Trinity Family Church. We're so glad to have you join us this morning on our Bible study in Psalms. Just want to remind everybody that we have lots of classes that you can take with Christians engaged. Uh, You know, one of the purposes of this organization is to get all Christians uh, involved in the political process, that we would uh, actually pray for our leaders, uh, vote in every election and, and get engaged in some form of the process. We have several classes you can take that can help you with this endeavor. Uh, Starting in November, we're going to have our Austin 101 class, which we highly encourage you to take. Uh, If we're going to make a difference, uh, every time you see the legislature in Austin move in in a positive direction, it's because of the pressure from the grassroots. And so the more we're involved, the more effect we have on the legislature. And so... uh, we encourage you to take that. Uh, there, there are on ramp classes are available, which teach you more and more about government, how it works and how you can get involved. Uh, we have a lot happening. Uh, God has been good. Um, there's been a lot happening in a short period of time. Um, we are actually in the process of going nationally. Now, uh, this weekend we have our weekend conference in Pennsylvania and, uh, just encourage you to, to come and, and, uh, and do what you can. Well, good morning, Facebook folks. We are so glad you're here this morning. Thank you for for joining us this morning. Every Monday morning, we have a Bible study. We are back in the Book of Psalms, and this morning we're going to be in Psalms 73. And so, uh, we encourage you to turn to Psalm 73 if you've got that. If you've got your Bible handy, and uh, let's take a look at what God has to say in Psalms. 73. You know, when I was younger in my 20s, Psalms was not one of my favorite books. And I had a pastor who was in his 70s, and he just loved Psalms. And uh, now that I'm getting older, uh, you know, the deeper you get in the Word, the more you appreciate uh, the book of Psalms. And so uh, I'm at that age now, I guess, where Psalms is one of my favorite books. There is so much good stuff in there. The things that these guys went through and they wrote about in the book of Psalms, are the exact same things that we go through today. And so hearing their heart cry to God, hearing their prayers to God about the different issues uh, really is appropriate for us and can help us as we deal with some of the issues today. And so uh, I just want to take a moment before we get into the book of Psalms and remind everybody uh, that we have uh, lots of classes you can take online at Christiansengage.org. Uh, Part of our um, um, purpose is to get the church activated, uh, to get the church to actually pray for all of our elected leaders, uh, to get the church to actually vote in every election, and to get the church to um, engage in the political process in some form or fashion. And these classes will help you do that. In November, we have a class coming out called uh, Austin 101 and we would encourage you to get involved in that. Um, The only time the legislature in Austin moves in a positive direction is when they get pressure uh, from the grassroots. And so the more the grassroots is involved, uh, the more uh, we are likely to see happen in a positive direction in Austin. And uh, we're kind of excited about this year. We have been disappointed, you know, year after year through the year seems like, Uh, but, I'm, I'm encouraged because the grassroots are getting more involved. I'm encouraged of the of the pressure that I've seen the grassroots put on the legislature just since the primary. And uh, that is still happening. More and more people are getting involved. And, and the more that do, the more effect we're going to have. So look up those classes, Austin 101 in November. Uh, we have on-ramp classes which teach you more about the political process. And uh, we just encourage you to get more involved. Uh, It is time for the church to wake up, and part of our waking up is being aware and being activated to do what God has called us to do, and we can affect the political process in a very positive way if we will follow the Word of God and do what the Word of God tells us to do. All right, so this morning we are in Psalm 73. Uh, Let's open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the day, we thank you for your Word, and we ask you, Lord, to illumine. Uh, our minds this morning to your word. Uh, show us, Lord, what you want us to see this morning in Psalm 73. Uh, bless our time. Bless all those who, who watch and listen and, and help us all, Lord, to learn together uh, to apply your word to our lives and see your power move in us and through us. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so this morning, if you will look in Psalm 73, Psalm 73 has 28 verses. Uh, So we're not going to try to read them all this morning. You can read them on your own. Uh, But we will look, starting verse 1, the psalmist says, Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. And that is a really good, positive first statement. Uh, It's a very true statement that everyone can agree with. You know, God chose Israel out of all the nations of the earth to carry his word and, and to protect his word throughout the ages. And they have been blessed by God uh, beyond all the nations on the earth. And so after he makes this opening statement, verses 2 through 15, uh, he points out what uh, most of us have uh, seemingly observed through the centuries, that oftentimes it appears that the wicked prosper. Uh, it, It appears that they don't have to struggle with the same things that believers do. And of course, there, there's an element of truth to this, because if you're not serving God, the enemy of your soul has you where he wants you. And so he, he kind of leaves you alone. But if you if you try to follow God, you try to obey God, uh, we have a real enemy who attacks us at every opportunity. The Bible says in John 10, 10 that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. Uh, he tries to steal what God has given us. Uh, he tries to kill so that we can no longer be used by God. And uh, he tries to destroy us and and all that we have. And so sometimes it can seem like a really lonely road at times as we try to follow God and and do his will. And and yet the enemies of the cross and the people of the world seem to prosper and and get off scot-free. One of the things that I'm always telling our church is that we have to look at the big picture. Our circumstances are not always indicative uh, of what is really going on. Uh, at times, it does seem like the enemy is prospering and get, getting away with wrongdoing, but the truth is, God is still in control. Uh, he still sits on the throne, and nothing has taken him by surprise. Uh, we have to trust Him. We have to know in our knower that He knows <clears throat> that He knows what He's doing, and He has a plan. Everything is not what it seems. And uh, so, as I was reading this Psalm 73, good morning, Eugene. Good morning, bro. Good morning bro this is uh eugene ralph one of my good friends joining us to help me this morning with this bible study met eugene years ago in the political realm seemed like we just kept turning up the same places all the time got to know each other and uh, now we're both on the board of christians engaged and, and working to further the kingdom in every way that we can glad to have you on eugene yeah thank you bro. thank you bro. uh As I was studying Psalm 73, uh, my mother uh, called me last night, and I was telling her I was doing this Bible study on Psalm 73, and she was telling me her favorite psalm lately is uh, Psalm 61, and so I kind of read that with her, and and then she said another one was uh, Psalms 43, so I go to Psalm 43, and it's very similar to Psalm 73.
2: That's interesting.
1: Kind of wrote it down just because it was it was so similar to. She actually, it was a God thing because she actually told me the wrong scripture. She really meant Isaiah forty three was one of her favorite verses. But uh, <laughs> when you read Psalms forty three, you know it says kind of the same thing. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. Rescue me from deceitful and wicked men. Uh, you are God, my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Send forth your light and your truth, and let them guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And then I will go to the altar of God, uh, to God my joy and my delight, and I will praise you, harp, O God, my God. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior my God. So again, you know, in these first 15, 16 verses, uh, you know, the psalmist points out all the things and and the ways that it looks like the, the enemy is prospering, the wicked are prospering. Uh, they seem to be getting blessed. They don't seem to be going through any, all the things that we're going through. But the truth is we can't see everything. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we can't see the forest for the trees. Uh, Everything, like I said a while ago, is not as it appears. Sometimes it appears that the enemy is being blessed, uh, but we don't see everything. We don't see all the things they're going through. I guarantee you, (coughs) because they're not following God, uh, they're going through some stuff. I mean, uh, they have their own struggles. We may not be able to see them from the outside, but they have their own struggles. Exactly. (coughs) And so... (coughs) When we get to verse 16, we see a change. Uh, The psalmist said, "When when I tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me until I entered the sanctuary of God. And then I understood their final destiny. The truth is, nobody's getting away with anything. Every person will stand before the judgment seat of Christ where Jesus will separate the goats and the sheep. Uh, those who have rejected Christ will enter into eternal judgment. Will they will be separated from God for eternity. Uh, those who have put their faith and trust in Christ will spend eternity with Christ. And so it really is all about perspective. When we see things through our fleshy eyes, we often can't see the forest of the trees. We only see what we can see. But when we look through our spiritual eyes with the spiritual truth that God has given us in his word, our eyes are opened and we see things from God's perspective, and uh, this is so important, you know, to be able to see things from God's perspective. I'm always asking God to uh, open up my spiritual eyes. You know, let me let me see through His eyes. Let me see from His perspective because our our fleshy view is very limited. Um, you know, God's perspective is really the only one out, and and you know I hope we can all see that God sees so much more than we do he sees everything he sees the beginning from the end um, uh, he's already seen everything that's happened and what will happen he's not taken by surprise and his plans and purposes are going to be fulfilled uh, no matter what we have to go through here on earth we know according to Romans 8 28 that God will use all things for our ultimate good evil people will not get away with what it may appear to us in the moment that they are getting away with uh, they will answer to God for their deeds and their words, and so will we. The difference is, is our sins have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus, and we are forgiven. Uh, and because we're forgiven, we will respond to God day by day out of a forgiven heart, and we will continue to grow spiritually and become more and more like our Heavenly Father. Look at, in verse 18, look how the psalmist has changed his tune so much from once he sees things from God's perspective. He said, surely you place them on slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terror. As a dream, when one awakes, so arise, O Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Yet I am always with you and you hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. And I will tell of all of your deeds. The psalmist does a complete 180 once he sees uh, from God's perspective. Uh, Eugene, you still there? Uh Uh-oh. I was ready for Eugene uh, to comment. Eugene, come in, Eugene. Well, I seem to have lost Eugene for the moment. (laughs) <laughs> but this is a this is a beautiful psalm that puts things into perspective. Uh, I hope that uh, as you have looked at this Psalm 73, uh, it starts out you know really kind of depressing. Once he gets past verse one, and uh, talks about um, you know how the enemy seems to prosper at every turn. And again, uh, we don't see everything. Um, things are not always as they appear. Even though the evil may look like they're prospering, uh, you know some of the most miserable people that I have met in my life, when you really get to know them, has been rich people. And uh, we tend to, uh, we tend to uh, envy rich people. You know, we'd love to have all that money and be able to do whatever. Uh, but the truth is, uh, they've got problems. In fact, if you've got riches, you, you've got to guard them. You know, you got to watch out for them, for somebody don't steal them from you. Uh, Eugene is back. Uh, Eugene, I uh, lost you there for a minute. Uh, I was hoping you would uh, give me your perspective of Psalm 73 for a few minutes.
2: Yes, I appreciate that. I, I, um, I was, I was when I was going through it. I, I had this, the the uh, similar um, similar grasp that you did. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting is particularly in the beginning. Uh, what the what the writer is saying is something that many of us deal with adults when we're looking at uh, our own situation, and often <clears throat> looking around us, and especially if we're going through a trying time, uh, we tend to, um, I guess, let our spiritual guard down, and we um, view what's happening in frustration with. You know how how can this be? You know how can God allow that? What what's going on with these people that obviously obviously serving God? how is it so so right? And are you hearing me okay? Okay, all right. And uh, (laughs) then we um when we we actually come back to ourselves, the Scripture says when we went into. When he went into the, the house of God, he suddenly had a new perspective. Um, we come <laughs> ourselves, we actually take into account what we know about God. It helps, to, helps us to come back to the understanding that we know is true, the reason why we trust God in the first place, and the reason why we um, so often will follow his way, within, in, even in the trying times. And he said, when he when he came back to himself, then he looked at it. First, he was ashamed of the fact that he had considered what he did, but then he also uh, understood completely what God was doing with the other individuals. And one of the points that you made a little while ago about the fact that often um, we don't know what what's happening with these people in their lives on a personal level um often because we don't we're not close to them so we don't know what's going on all we know is what we see on the outside so um that's something to take into consideration but the greatest thing is realizing that their end is something that's detrimental that that their end is this destructive their end is not anything like what we understand and that even if even if everything we thought about about the bottom, the bottom line is when the time comes for us to close our eyes for the last time, that these individuals are lost forever. They're eternally separated from God unless they turn their lives over. And So often having that, uh, that thought is, is uh, enough to help to bring us back to the place where we need to be. Uh, both mentally and spiritually when we're taking these things into consideration. And like I said, basically, um, we all have dealt with this at some point. Um, For for any of us to say that I've never um, had these thoughts in my head, I don't think that would be being honest. I think at some point or another, we have these tough situations in life and, you know, we might not share it with anybody, but, you know, from time to time, and, you know, it's, and some people, you know, may have only happened to them once. I'm not one of those. But, um, but from time to time, you know, we have, we're going through trials and ask ourselves, the, what seems to be the obvious, why is it that the wicked seem to prosper? Why is it that the wicked seem to be going about their lives relatively carefree and they don't have any of these problems that I have? But then, you know, the the the, the peace that comes with knowing God is is also one of the things that helps helps us help to the, the correct the understanding correct. and realize, and realize that um, without God I would be a total mess. There are times where we are um, where we are uh, we're just thinking about the, the fact that He's He's involved in our lives and. All we can say is, is, to him is thank you. The fact that he knows us, he's chosen us, and made us his his children to be in his kingdom forever. And verse twenty one of this of this scripture it says, "Thus my heart was grieved, and was in my mind, and I was so foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. I was just acting like an animal. An animal. Animals don't." give any consideration for the future. They only think in terms of what's happening now. That's the way it works. He was regarding himself at this point as that. He said, nevertheless, I am continually with you, meaning that you hold my right hand. You hold me by my right hand. Coming back to his sentence, and he's grateful for the fact that God is with him all the time. He you will guide me with your counsel, and afterwards receive me to glory. This this is the realization of what we deal with. And some of us is, have experienced this more and more than, more now, than, more than now, where we come back, come to back the, now Now we should realizing, you know how much we've been in error in even considering this. And all of all of this leads us you know, almost at every time to to repentance. It leads us to a point where we're confessing and thanking the Lord. First, we're we're, we're repenting for allowing ourselves to go there. Secondly, we're grateful for the fact that none of the foolishness that we considered was even true.
1: Amen. You know, Eugene, you, me and you're pretty close to the same age, I think, uh, and and probably pretty close to the same age spiritually. Uh, When I I read this psalm, uh, I was thinking how much my views have changed over especially my adult lifetime, you know, and and walking with God. You know, when I was in my 20s, I I often thought just like the psalmist did in verses 2 through 15 or 16, you know, uh, it seemed like everywhere I looked, you know, evil was prospering and I'm struggling and I'm following God, you know, and kind of would get on those pity parties and stuff, you know, and and i've noticed that the 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 longer i walk with god the better my relationship with god gets the the better my understanding of the word gets uh it has changed my my views you know what i mean uh and i'm not there i haven't arrived but i've but i've come so far that i can recognize a change in my own thinking uh i no longer envy you know like say the rich or the, the people that seem to be doing good and and not following god uh, I have this recognition now, which I have gotten from the word of God, uh, you know, that, that it, things are not always what it appears. I mean, that they're going to they're going to pay a price, uh, a steep price uh, for not following God. And um, and so I, I'm not as bothered as I used to be. Of course, I want to get more and more like that, where I, I see things from God's perspective, you know, not from my fleshy experience. Do you find that to be true in your life?
2: Yes, I do. I do. I have that uh, that that same th- those same experiences. I <clears> think <throat> with me it's more uh, it's more that I, I it's not. I'll put it this way: I don't envy them. Like, you know, never really did. Truth, of the matter I mean, there are times where you know you go through these things, but I don't have those type of uh, challenges as much. What I typically what typically uh happens is it's just a general frustration. Um not in and I guess in, in like I guess as you get older you compare yourself to That's because you know, you know, because of, of because of just things that are obvious, regardless of what you can see that they're dealing with things um as as a center, that you're not. And in their whole thought process about it entirely. So there's a what I what I believe is um, is a spiritual appreciation um, that kind of keeps me in check uh, most of the time in, in this in, when, when, when I'm going through whatever and I'm just asking the Lord for strength to make it through because one of the things that that um, I think most Christians deal with or or have to come to grips with over time is that, we 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 realize that life is like us. Uh, it's a cycle. You know, the cycles are up and down. So there's where, regardless, regardless, of school, or financially, or just altogether, we're up. You know, then there's times when we're going to be at the bottom of the field. We're going through all kinds of trials. Years ago, I prayed and asked him like, when I was at the top of that cycle. I asked him for strength for when I was going to go through the bottom again. Because I knew at some point, I had, at this point, I was probably, I had been saved probably 12, 15 years, and and, and everything was going great. And I I just knew because of the experience I had, even before I was a Christian, that things go up, they go up and they go down. And sure enough, uh, you know, within probably two years, Things just, it was like the bottom cover. But because I had prayed that prayer, the Lord gave me the strength. I went through trial and, you know, things ended up working out. But I did not struggle like I typically did when I, before, when I had gone through trials before. I think I think some of it has to do with us preparing ourselves and, and, and taking policy um, taking you're solace. You're going, the Lord is going to give us strength to deal with whatever comes out of. He tells us that in His Word. And if we're preparing ourselves before it happens, so when it happens, we can reflect back on the goodness of God and all the things He did for us in the past, knowing that He will carry us through the trials of where we're finding the That's
1: good. That's good, Eugene. You know, one of the reasons we do this uh, Psalms Bible study is we are trying to encourage people uh, how to meditate on the Word of God and how to pray the Word of God. Uh, and that's really kind of the goal of this uh, Psalms Bible study. So uh, we're coming close to the end of our time. We don't have a lot of time left. Uh, I'd like to ask uh, my brother Eugene to to close us in a word of prayer, and then I'll I'll, I'll pray after you, Eugene, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful today for the
2: opportunity to reflect on your goodness. Father, we pray that this message is beneficial to those who are listening that are dealing with the struggles of life, that have considered things in a way and now realize something that they knew all along and some that their thinking was foolish. But in repentance. they repent as a result of coming to the realization and getting a grip on it. Lord, I ask that you move in their hearts in a way that they are continuously strengthened, always reflected back on your presence and the work that you're doing in our lives being used by you to accomplish your work here on earth. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Yeah. Father, we do thank you so much. We have so much to be thankful for. We're we're thankful for you. We're thankful for our relationship with you. Lord, we, we, we want to know you uh better and better and Uh, We just ask you, Lord, to keep continue working with us and and drawing us closer to yourself. Uh, Lord, we ask you to give us a hunger for your word that uh, we just want to be saturated with your word all the time. And uh, we ask you, Lord, to teach us your ways, Uh, uh, teach us your word, Uh, get us deeper in your word, help us uh, learn how to meditate on your word, Lord. And we just ask you to continue to help us to grow spiritually, to grow closer to you, uh, to be able to see things from your perspective and not just our own uh, fleshy eyes, Lord, help us be able to see in the spiritual realm what's really going on. Uh, you know, we know now that everything that happens in the natural realm happens in the spiritual realm first, and uh, so we ask you, Lord, to help us to move and operate and and see into that spiritual realm more and more. And and most of all, Lord, that that we are secure in our relationship with you. That even when things happen, that seem to be bad we we know you and we know we have a relationship with you and and uh, you always have our best interest at heart even though we may go through things from time to time uh, you're going to use it to make us better to make us more like you and uh, we just pray lord you would bless this bible study that everybody that listens to it would be encouraged inspired and challenged uh, in Jesus name amen well, you, thank you so much for joining me, and uh, man, it's always good to see you. It's always good to talk the Word of God with you. Uh, Lord bless you, and, and Lord bless all those that are watching today. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. Have a great day. In Jesus' God name, amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Conversations with Christians Engaged. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't ever miss an episode. Also, please review it and share it with your friends. The easiest way to connect with us is to take the pledge on our website at christiansengaged.org. There you can sign up for our weekly prayer text, our bi-weekly emails, and our voting reminders. Christians Engaged is supported by individuals just like you. Would you consider helping us with a monthly donation or a one-time gift? You can do that quickly at christiansengaged.org. What does America need in this hour? America needs you. We are here to serve you and encourage you as you impact your communities. Let's be Christians engaged for the well-being of our nation.